0: Welcome to Plateau Partners Pulse, a podcast that is about business, networking and ideas. Uh, the people that are interviewed in this have thus far all been members of the Plateau Partners, which is a BNI group that is outside of Seattle. And today I'm very excited about this episode three because this person did not do an episode in season one, not that I'm bitter. Um, but it's fine. anyway, why don't you
1: introduce yourself? Hi, Stacey. Uh, My name is Pia Larson, and I am the Chief Imagination Officer and CEO of Fingerprint Marketing. And we're a full-service agency outside of Seattle, uh, helping uh, people get visible with their business and stand above the crowd in in this noise today. Which you
0: are amazing at thank I mean, you even you choose to wear colors yes. that gets you know i mean it's like your whole brand yes you're amazing at it mm-hmm. and um by the way thanks for mentioning my name i never remember to introduce myself i'm stacy heller by the way <laughs> um i am the person that likes to ask the questions because i like the sound of my own voice
1: <laughs> so you answer such good questions well you know
0: <laughs> i'm curious i think in another life i was a cat And clearly I didn't survive.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You've got nine lives. How many lives are you on now? (laughs) I I don't know. I'm
0: not sure. I'm maybe on borrowed time. So you answered questions one and two uh, because you are, as you say, you're located outside Seattle. However, that location isn't an
1: issue for you. You work with people. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. I love it. I I always want an excuse to go take a trip to visit my clients. So, um our two latest clients, one is in Costa Rica and the other one is in the Bahamas. Oh, so I'm like yes, check the box.
0: <laughs> oh, that's amazing. It's almost a shame that a lot of what you do can be done remotely, but you yeah. probably have to get the
1: flavor. Yes. For your clients and yeah. what they do and where yeah. they are. Squeeze palms, you know. Right. Bring them some donuts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sure, sure, sure. So, you mentioned um, some of what you do. I mean, there's been an evolution with what you do. Because when I first got to know you, you were designing websites. And that was essentially the, the crux of what you did. And now you've evolved.
1: Yeah. Well, in B&I, I have evolved. Because we've always been a full-service agency. Um, and we always will be website-centric. Mm-hmm. Um, because, as you know, the whole spiel about it's your hub of all your marketing. It's where you want everyone to visit. It's your house with many windows of opportunities for people to come in and find you and interact with you and, and pay you money. Um, but it in BNI specifically, it became apparent that, you know, that's just one part of your marketing tool belt. There's so much more that goes into it. And without overwhelming our clients, we we try to let them know, hey, you don't have to do it all, but there's a certain sequence there's certain things that come first, and you need the foundation so I uh rebranded to be digital marketing in b and I, and I think it's uh it's great because then I can have conversations around email marketing and social media and search engine optimization and all the things that support a great website and support a business and its growth absolutely and it's it's
0: very smart that you flip-flopped because most people assume that that foundation is the website and yes and that digital marketing piece when you're trying to figure out how to be seen and how to be the person that comes to the top of the the search Search. and those kinds of things you know focusing on the digital marketing that's the piece that is harder to do and then what happens is you know they may say, oh, I'll do my own website and whatever it is. But then they quickly find out that it's not necessarily optimized, that they need more help. There's some plugins that they'd like to have. There's there's a way to do things more efficiently and yeah. they don't have the time to make the changes.
1: Yeah, you really need a holistic approach. And I feel for for those companies that, you know, they, they want to do it all themselves or they think that they know how or they have Someone who can do it for them. A great story this morning. I got a call at 830. um, Guy owns a gym, 3,000 square foot gym in Mercer Island. And he knows someone at this hosting company that everyone knows, but I'm not going to say the name. Um, (laughs) And he was given a free website. But the problem is he wasn't showing up for his name, his business name on Google. I said, so you're basically invisible with a three thousand square foot gym. Um and he goes, Yeah, that's a problem. I said, Well, do you want to know what you have to do first? And he said, Yes. He said, We have to rebuild your website on a better platform. So he's like, I was afraid you were gonna say that, but sometimes you just need a third party to tell you how it is, right? Right. Yeah. Rip off that band aid and that yeah. you know,
0: that free website. That's awesome that you've been given that. However, it's it's worthless. Yeah, if you don't know what to do, or like, great, you have a car, but you don't know how to drive it. Yeah, and you don't have a good driver.
1: Yeah, and and my whole purpose, my whole um, kind of my superpower or whatever, is to take my you know ten years in corporate marketing and then my fourteen years of running a marketing agency, and be able to say, I've got you, I've got you. Uh, we're gonna set up a plan. We're not going to overwhelm you. I work with a lot of CEOs like myself who are like, oh, my God, I don't have the time. I don't have the mind bandwidth um, and money. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's create a strategy where we can kind of drip things out. Same with my podcast on the podcast. What I want my listeners to take away are there are things that you can do and instantly affect the bottom line, like simple things that you would have never thought about. Um, Because it's so noisy. Everyone's shooting on you. Everyone's like, you got to do this. You got to be Facebook. You got to do this. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to be the beacon of calm in the storm with my experience and to help you envision what it would be like to be successful online.
0: What I like is that um, with your podcast, especially the information that you share is like it's information and education from concentrate and then, you know, if need be, if somebody can handle that, fine. Or if they need to dilute it a little bit, you know, to take some baby steps, they can. But the information is right there. Yeah. And, you know, all of the additives have been taken out, whatever it is. You know, if you need to make it a little bit, you know, as I said, dilute it a little bit um, yeah. because you're not ready for it all at once. But the fact that you can immediately get something out of it. Yeah. There's there's so much information and content there. It's well, so you, as a
1: business owner, you have to feel successful. And getting these little wins, you know, every day or every week helps you continue to want to grow and and to keep going because it's so disheartening. Um, there's so much information out there. And you feel like, yeah, I could probably figure this out, but what is your time worth and all that? Um, and who do I trust? That's the biggest question we get. It's like, how do I know I can trust you? Well, there are ways that I can show you, but really... I turn it back on them and I say, you know what, there's you can't compete on price anymore. You can't compete on product or service like, oh, yeah, the best customer service. Everyone says that. Right. So the only thing that you really have is trust. So how do I win your trust so that we can do the same for you and your your prospects? Right. Mm-hmm. Is, is how can we show that you are a trusted advisor. So that's the bottom line. I mean, after all the things that you can do, it's like how can you be the trusted advisor to your prospects?
0: Right. Yeah. I and I love that, you know, you're leading by example. Yeah.
1: I yeah. mean, you know. I try to. You do a good job. <laughs> you do a good job. Okay. How long have you been in B and I? Uh I honestly don't know. I think it's twelve years.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's you're one of the Long time.
1: One of the OGs. Right. Mm-hmm. You're like the super senior. Yeah. Oh, no. Don't call me that. <laughs> well,
0: I just, you know, like in a good way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, so what do you appreciate the most about BNI in general?
1: Um, well, I can specifically say two things. First one is they're my second family. Like whenever I post on social media and we're doing something, I say, oh, I'm with, with my second family. Um, my husband calls it a cult, but um, <laughs> um, but it's kind of a running joke. But yeah, they're they're the people that care about not just my business but myself. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the people that are my cheerleaders. They're the people that are my board of directors. They're my people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're kind of a soft spot to land uh, when it's hard to be a business owner, which is often.
0: Well, and I like the board of directors comment because it's like on the one hand, you know, we're all your biggest fan. On the other hand you're asking us to hold you accountable. And Mm -hmm. so, and B&I asks us to be accountable. And so therefore you are. Yeah. And, you know, a board of directors, it's like, okay, what are you doing to be kept accountable? So I think that's a great um, analogy.
1: And then the other part for me, um, which might be different because I've been in there for 12 years, is I love to mentor. I love to teach. I love to help people pull them up by their bootstraps and like, let's let's do this because- I've had three other businesses. I come from a family of entrepreneurs. You need a mentor. You need people to um, show you the direction. So having, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm, you know, the best at doing that, but I hope that I lead by example for other businesses.
0: You totally do.
1: Um, And what I, I think you're
0: so generous with your time. And you're very, you're great at, sharing it one-to-one, I have been the beneficiary of your mentoring and, you know, starting my own business and having it, you know, grow the way that it has. You've given me some awesome advice and you've given me even unsolicited advice Uh that, no, that (laughs) has turned out to be really helpful. And that's what, that's the thing that's really important. That's what I mean about the the board of directors piece. Mm -hmm. On the one hand, you're my biggest cheerleader. On the other hand, you're also, Challenging me to do better, and if you didn't think that I was capable, then you wouldn't put that challenge in front of me. Yeah, absolutely. And you know that is another part of mentoring. It's not all just the sunshine and rainbows, and you know, yeah. like the easy stuff. It's also like the okay, yes, and
1: let's like come on. Yeah, and you have to keep in mind um, what was it like when you started your business? You know, what were the struggles, and and you have created a better way. Of doing things. So why not share that? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, you're wonderful at that. Um, and then our chapter specifically,
1: I mean, you sort of answered that with the first question. Well, but. I, I, they make me laugh, especially you, Stacy. You mm. <laughs> you make us laugh every meeting. Um, I just, laughter is underrated, I think. It's just, especially when you're a solopreneur or an entrepreneur and it's like you get beat up out there sometimes. It's like... Isn't it nice to just have a group of people that you can laugh with, you know, yeah. every, once a week, right? Absolutely. And
0: and um, just to remember that you can take what you do very seriously and be very serious about the inroads that you want to make and the direction you want to go. But to be able to laugh and not take yourself too seriously, I think, is uh, something that's really important. Yeah.
1: And I also think we protect each other. Yes. We watch out for each other. Yes, we do. Like if someone is not pulling their weight or... Doing something not right, mm-hmm. um, they will be called out on it. Oh,
0: nobody puts yeah fill in the blank in a corner, right? <laughs> so, um, as you know, the words like know and trust are commonly associated with BNI.
1: So, what words do you think are associated with you? Trust is the is the big one. Responsive. Um, we have some clients that have accused us of being mind readers. <laughs> because we will say, have you thought? And they're like, oh, my God, that was literally in my head. Um, And one of the tenants, the reasons why I started this business was because I got tired of small businesses being held captive Mm -hmm. by their vendors, their webmasters, their, you know, marketers. And it's like they didn't know where their projects were or where they were in the process. So I really wanted to make sure that we were over-communicating. So long answer to that, responsive, and then creative. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I,
0: what is interesting is your uh, combination of the creativity that you have and then the um, the process. Yeah. And having the marriage of the two is so nice. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's a huge part of what you do because a website – you know, people think it's like the what's the color palette and all of that. And yes, and it's not gonna a color palette. Is it gonna do n- nothing if you don't have, you know, that SEO behind it and you don't have it built right and you know the the links that you follow don't they don't go anywhere and all of yeah. those things. See, It'll- I don't even know. See, I, you can tell I don't know the process <laughs> because I'm like, uh, and that other stuff.
1: Well, I love the process of of sitting sitting with a client and saying, let's imagine, let's imagine that you are coming to this website for the first time. Let's imagine that, that you are talking to your perfect client. What are the questions that you want them to ask you? What, are, what is the journey that you want to take them along from start to finish? And I know the dreaded funnel is what most people are thinking about when you say journey, but not really. It, you're building trust, right? You're creating a relationship um, before they hand over their credit cards. So we kind of paint a picture for that. And and it's funny, a lot of times it ends up being they're their perfect client, right? Mm-hmm. But it just takes the third party to kind of bring that out of them. Um, and then the second layer would be what are the words that we're going to use? How are you going to come across to your perfect client? So again, yes, this is all branding, web design, everything. But it's more than that. It's the story. It's imagining. It's being creative.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: it's... It's fun. You have fun.
0: That's the other thing that is uh, notable about you. Um, okay. Share something that maybe your
1: clients don't know about you. Oh, this is going to really date me. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys might have heard of AOL Oh, at one point. Yep, yep, yep. So I was one of the original uh, marketing communication coordinators when they um, were trying to grow their membership. Um, and I kind of oversaw their, I forgot what they called them, but they were like forum groups, like little rooms, chat room, chat room type of things. Yeah. So I'd come in and make sure everyone was doing what they needed to be done and had everything they needed to facilitate. Um, and I was really excited by what was going on because I could see the writing on the wall. I could Mm -hmm. see, oh my God, this is going to be big, right? Um, maybe not for AOL, but (laughs) for the digital world. Well, I mean, you know, you were only 10 Uh when you did
0: that. And, you know, it was just so nice to be asked. I still have the (laughs) AOL disc. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, that's funny. Okay, so what do you think is your top
1: most frequently asked question? How much money do I have to spend on marketing to start seeing leads or start making you know money like they just like just tell me what I need to spend and on what and how that's going to get me more money right it's It's, all it's it's a pricing that's the number one question it's um it reminds me
0: uh my husband Pete was in finance and um accounting and he said you know you would do these presentations that would like lead to like the end and he said he finally learned as you know, he got into it a little bit more that he would lead with the numbers and then tell the story from there. Yeah. Because people wouldn't pay attention because they would want to go immediately to the numbers. Yeah. And then you stop paying attention. And yeah. it's like, okay, so let's work it backwards. Here's the numbers and this is why. Yeah. And then people are like, okay, whether it's
1: high or low or whatever it is, yeah. They got it. And now you can work your way back. And and I find that it's really helpful just a, a tip. I find it really helpful to talk about the elephant in the room. What are your what's your competition charging and what are they leaving out? What are you adding? You know, Mm -hmm. and have a just say, look, this is I'm probably not the cheapest. Like here's here's our scale, but here's what we do differently. And if you have that conversation, you're just honest about it. You're going to the perfect client is going to come knocking on your door.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, and you disarm people. And personally, I don't know about you, but I never met an elephant in a room I didn't want to talk to (laughs) or talk about. I mean, there it is. That's my spirit animal. I have a tattoo. Right. (laughs) So it's amazing. Okay. Um. For this this quick round, speed round with air quotes around it, what is your favorite curse word? But I can't say it. <laughs> well, you can, and then it's just going to be bleeped out. But I'm going to know, and then people will maybe want to. What's kind ask of me.
1: it's kind of a a baby curse word. It's crap. Okay, yeah, because I can say it pretty much anywhere without you know making too much fuss. I like it. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I like
0: I like mixing mine up. I was watching um, an episode of Between Two Cheeks that I was doing, and I was getting my. First ever Brazilian wax, and the thing that I yelled was "Mother trucker."
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So I mean, you know, you can say it, and it's still very satisfying. Right, and it's a thing, right? Truckers have mothers. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Yes,
0: (laughs) and they probably have tattoos that say "I love mom." I'm sure there's
1: more creative ways. I I know that geographically, there's you know other curse words in the south that are they're more funny, but
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever your go to is, I love it. It's you. Okay, well, now that we've gone through the speed round, we're going to take a short break. And then when we come back, we are going to talk more with Pia Larson of Fingerprint Marketing about where she came from, where she sees us all going, and also her own podcast that she has. We'll be right back with Plateau Partners Pulse. Are you overwhelmed by all the photos you have tucked in boxes, drawers, and envelopes, not to mention sitting on jump drives, the cloud, or your phone? eileen vieira of memory books by eileen can help you get inspired organized or creative with both traditional or digital scrapbooking products services and events don't have the time energy or interest to diy eileen can also create a professional quality photo book or scrapbook for you for more information or to book a free consult Go to memorybooksbyeileen.com. That's memorybooksbyeileen.com. Save and share the stories that matter most.
2: Interested in visiting a Plateau Partners BNI meeting? Text BNI PP Info to 55678. You'll get links with information about BNI, the Plateau Partners Chapter, and this podcast, as well as a link to register for a weekly meeting held every Friday morning at 8 30 a.m. Pacific Time. You'll come because you're curious, stay because of the energy, and join because of the network and what it can do for your business. Text BNI PP Info. Info to 55678.
0: Welcome back to Plateau Partners Pulse. As I mentioned before the break, I am here with Pia Larson of Fingerprint Marketing. And we went through the speed round where we learned a lot, but not enough. Nah. So, well... Bring I it mean, on, Stacy. Well, you have been... You are a born entrepreneur, and as you said at the, at the top of the episode, you were born into a family of entrepreneurs. Oh, yes. <laughs> and what's great is that you also mentioned that you have a background in the corporate space, and yeah. so having both, that must have helped when you decided to go off on your own.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. But I did, I did the thing that you're supposed to do when you graduate college 20, 20 years ago is you, you get a job nine to five job, you know, at your desk, all that stuff, ignoring the fact that I've been an entrepreneur since I was like eight. <laughs> right. Right. And, and just, you know, not paying attention to that. And then um, finally got back to my roots after getting out of corporate. So what was the thing that so
0: which came first? Did you set everything up on the side
1: and then leave or did you just leave? It was uh, a situation where the, the economy changed and everyone got laid off. Um, and I was just gonna go back to another corporate job and people that I had been working with, because I was a marketing director mm-hmm. and I was working with sales reps and everything, they came to me and they said, well, who's gonna do this Well, since you're not here? And I said, well, I don't know, you gotta figure it out. Well, can we hire you as a consultant on the side I had two small kids. I said, sure, this will be fun, 20 hours a week. Within three weeks, I was full, full board. So And your own boss. Yeah, and my own boss. That was kind of nice. Yeah, kind of scary, but nice. It is scary. Yeah. However, you're made of tough stuff. Yeah. Well, I think I am. <laughs>
0: no, you, I mean, you know, you have, as I said, you've had these iterations of your business and you've grown and you have this. Remarkable ability to see what you see is coming, you know, and and well, it's where... funny.
1: It's funny because my two uh kids, twenty and twenty-three, when they were growing up, um I don't know if you have the same thing as an entrepreneur, but I see opportunities everywhere. Mm. Like I cannot not see them. Like I know you can, right? Oh, I. You do that with your clients all the time, but you know, if I was a kid now, oh my god, like there's so many more opportunities. Um, To be an entrepreneur, to make money, to build something, to create Mm. Um, something—the world is so different.
0: (laughs) I know. When we were younger, you know, it's like you grew up, and it was like, do you want to be a teacher or an astronaut or a firefighter? Right. And you know, you you didn't think, I don't know yet. I haven't invented it, or you know, I haven't thought of it yet. And you're right. Now, um, it explains in some ways why you you love that piece so much because. The, there's never really uncertainty because you're certain that you're going to create something.
1: Yeah, people are like, oh, don't you think, you know, SEO is going to go away or, or whatever it is, the flavor of the day. No, I don't think so. I think it's just going to be done differently mm-hmm. with different tools, different processes. Um, and I love that. I love to solve problems. I love to dive into it and say, okay, well, this is not working or this is broken. This obviously is not returning any investment. So how do we turn it on its side or head and do it differently? Just it's like in a playground, right? Mm -hmm. Just using different toys. Well,
0: and, you know, I feel like now you need to like lie on a couch or something like a little therapy. It's like you love finding ways to be seen. Yeah. Right. For your clients.
1: Yeah. You know, it's it it stems from childhood. Um, I grew up on St. Croix, which I was a minority. It's not the majority. And I was this. Little white girl with red hair, freckles, and a really weird name. And I was very much a minority. I was bullied um, and was not seen. So for some reason, that stayed with me. Mm -hmm. And I get it all the time. You do too. Like, what do I have to talk about on a podcast? Who wants to hear from me? Who's going to buy my product? Like, again, you are your own voice. You are your own brand. Your personality brand. Not personal brand, but personality brand um you have something special and trying to get that seed out and you know feature it is what i think you and i do really well well
0: and it and you're so great about doing that with your clients so let's let's go back let's go back in time and no, so no, 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 no. exactly thank you for that i'm like <laughs> i have the wavy hands going <laughs> um so once upon a time you had to build websites and, you know, and you still do custom websites, but I mean, it was really like fundamental building blocks, building it from scratch. Yeah. And, you know, as we talk about the idea of technology changing, you know, as you said, with SEO, it will be done differently. So how has that changed the way that you do the, the website
1: component? Um, how has it Oh, my God. It's really changed. I mean, we're talking 14 years. Right. So, you know, I had conversations back in the day of, well, why do I need a website? Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, now it's not that conversation. Now it's like, why do I need to update it? Why do I need to take care of it? Why do I need to create content? Right. You know, and it's like, and and before it was kind of like, well, here's what we recommend based on our data. You know, here's what Google's telling us. Here's what we're seeing in the market. Now it's like your competitors are already there. Mm-hmm. So if you are still questioning these things today, then you're already behind. So I try to catch people up with, you know, what is the minimal viable product that you need to to worry about? For example, um, Google just uh, has been releasing what they call core web vitals. And it's in layman's terms, it basically means that before, so before COVID last year, Mm -hmm. they were suggesting you should have a website that's mobile friendly. They were suggesting that you should have a website that loads under four seconds. You should do all this stuff. So people were like, Yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Well, today has come and they're basically said, Well, not only are we recommending it, but we're gonna slap your hand if you don't follow our rules. Meaning we're not gonna show you up on we're not you're not gonna show up on page one. Oh. So now this is gonna affect your wallet. Right? right. So the three things that people listening need to worry about are how fast your website loads because you know we get impatient when we can't get a website to load right so impatient especially on mobile um and then the other part is seo have you been creating content whether it's a podcast or a blog or video whatever it is have you been keeping it fresh you need to have a fresh website um And then the other part is the experience. Do you have too many pop-ups? You can have a pop-up, but is it too annoying? Do you have uh, a clear navigation? Like these are all things that have been around for a long time, but now Google's putting their digital foot down Mm -hmm. and saying, okay, people, it's 2021. We need, this is the minimum thing that you need to worry about. So I think today there's more direction than ever in what you need to do. I just think people need either, they need a trusted advisor or they need to really have someone inside their business that's paying attention.
0: What's going through my head is the story of the three little pigs, right? And that you can build a home Mm -hmm. out of sticks or you can build it out of, what was the other thing you built it out of? Straw. Straw. Well, that's sticks, right? Um. Or you can brick. build it out of yeah something that is a real foundation, and yeah. so it sounds like what Google is saying is you're not going to be able to withstand the wolf, yeah. if you don't have a strong foundation, and yeah. then once you have that strong foundation, those universal basics that everybody's going to want, then you can make it look pretty, yeah, and you know do those things and as you say, um, it's sort of like um I th- <laughs> I always think in, like, metaphor, I'm thinking of, like, you know, the skating outfit and, you know, that has, like, a lot of embellishments. And it's like, what are you trying to distract us from? Yeah. You know, like, you can do something that's really simple and and it's stellar. Or yeah. sometimes when people have too much going on, it's because there's not anything of substance.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, again, I sympathize with uh, my clients because they have limited time, limited money, they're overwhelmed, they don't they're being told all this stuff that they should do. Um so I really sympathize with them. But it's not going to get any better. <laughs> I hate to tell. It's just going to get more competitive and more loud and more noisy. So, you know, really ch- just focus on the fundamentals. Just like a chef, he needs to know the mother sauces, the five mother sauces, he needs mm-hmm. the fundamentals um and he needs to know what people are eating and what are the freshest ingredients in the season i mean you're marketing is no longer a nice to have marketing is essential
0: oh yeah it means so much so yeah and you know and th- so that's the other piece so there's the the website piece and you know that's something that you do and you what's really wonderful about what you do you don't just build it and say like, okay, see ya, bye-bye, <laughs> good luck with that, you know, you will stay with your clients and yeah. continue to make those updates and make sure that their SEO is up to date, make sure that if now, um, you know, maybe they're selling a product now yeah. and they want to add that piece and there's the commerce component and all of those different things, you're able to keep up with those changes and help them because as you say, um, well, everybody says when you're a small business owner, you don't have the time, the wherewithal. Yeah. So the fact that you can do some of those basic maintenance pieces and then grow with the company as it grows, that's a huge piece.
1: Yeah, it's beneficial for both because obviously I have, uh, you know, clients that are with me and I'm top of mind with them. Um, but also, I i think five years ago, I just made a decision that I'm just not going to work with people that only want me to build a project mm-hmm. and a website because I know what's on the other side of that. I know the pain that they're gonna feel when they're not doing anything to drive traffic, when they're not like maintaining the website. like I know. So if if you aren't willing to let me take care of you, then you're probably not a good client. Mm-hmm. right? Um, and And I try to be very proactive. So I will say, hey, Stacy, do you know that your website needs to be ADA compliant next year? No. Uh, did, <laughs> yeah. Did, do you know, like, GDPR? I mean, there's so many, like, security policies now. I mean, it's overwhelming for me, and I'm in the business. Right. Right? So who's watching the store, right?
0: Right. Yeah. I, I'm thinking of, I have this table that my grandparents gave me, and you know, years and years ago, and it comes with, like, a special polish that you're supposed to use for this table because, like, this is what makes sense. And so, you know, you've created something for people, and really you need somebody that knows how it's been built to take care of it and maintain it and grow it.
1: Now, I will say, yeah, and I will say I do give my clients, uh, I teach them how to do it on their own because I want them to be empowered, but I also really want a trusted person to be watching out for them. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Okay. So now we've built their site and that's great. They have a place to send people. But who are these people that are going to go to the website? Well, nobody if you don't tell anybody. Yeah. And word of mouth is no longer enough. Yeah. And Facebook is, you know, a certain demographic. It's not enough. So tell me about that side of the business.
1: Yeah, I think people don't realize that um, whatever you do on Facebook reaches about 0.01% of your audience. And I think, th- it, I get calls like, oh, I just wanna do social media, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> have you looked at the numbers? Mm-hmm. Um, and no one really knows how to do it well unless you spend the big bucks. So, especially for small local businesses, it's mm-hmm. there's so many easier pathways. For example, Google My Business. Um, really focusing on your directory uh, working on content. You don't have to write the content. You don't have to produce it. You can call Stacy and have her do your podcast. You can um, have a writer write your blog post. You can create videos from your iPhone. Um, what was I getting at? <laughs> I'm like off on a tangent here. Well, because, I mean, this is your
0: passion. Yeah. Um, the whole idea of, you know, getting people that Facebook isn't enough and yeah. this whole idea of, you know, the ways that you're going to capture people that, you know, you need so much more and you need to do so much more. And it doesn't need to be difficult.
1: No, it doesn't need. I I have a client that we worked on optimizing his Google My Business listing. Uh, We spent about an hour together. And within six months, he doubled his business. Um, Just because now he's being found, he's being seen, he's, um, he's done things that his competitors haven't done. Um, so those are things that I I want to find the low hanging fruit for you to have success, and then we can talk about the big guns, right? It's right. Like, let's really bulk up, and you know, if you want to grow, I'll you know I'll take you on the journey.
0: Right. Well, and I talk a lot with my own clients that you know sometimes you focus too much on the people that you need to convert or that are in the back of the room that aren't listening to you and yeah. they don't really care, and whatever it is. And so when you say low hanging fruit, what you're, what you're meaning is those people that are right in front of you that are looking for you that already subscribe to what you do or how you do it. You already have a connection and it's like, why are you trying so hard to convert the unconvertible?
1: Yeah. Well, because people, well, myself as well, we want the next thing we want, like, it's a challenge. We want the next sale. We want the next shiny thing. Right. Um. Now, see, I'm I'm the opposite because I'm like, okay, Pia, so
0: with my website, how can I not be found? (laughs) 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 I know I need to have it and I know it Uh, needs to be up there, but I don't know that I'm ready with
1: all of this to be found. And that's valid. That's a valid concern. Like, oh, my gosh, Pia, if we work with your company... Am I going to be able to handle it? And that's a conversation that I have with all our clients. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe their ego is saying, I want to be bigger. But, yeah, can you support it?
0: Well, an ego goes two ways, right? So there's the vanity piece that's like, oh, yeah, I got this. But then there's the insecurity piece. Yeah. That, you know, you automatically maybe assume that you can't handle that growth. Yeah. And that you're afraid of success. Now I'm totally on the couch. Oh,
1: Right. I mean, this just feels honestly, I do have a lot of conversations on mindset and business. So like I said, I've been in corporate, but I've also started three other businesses myself. So sometimes it is a little bit of therapy. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, okay, you told me you want to grow, but yet you don't want to put yourself out there. So what's going on? Right. Yeah.
0: Well, and, you know. The website piece is like you've just planted your flag in the ground, yeah, right? Yeah. And then that social media piece is now you're showing everybody and leading them to see your flag that you planted in the ground, right? And it's like people can get thrown by that, and making sure that all their other processes are in place.
1: Yeah, it's it's very it's um you have to be willing to be vulnerable. Because if you are going to get more exposure, and you will if you work with us, um, you're going to have to step up your game. You might need a better website. You might need uh, a better brand or brand messaging. You might need to reassess the, uh, you know, piece that your cousin's nephew's 10-year-old did for you. (laughs) I mean, you know, you just have to have those conversations.
0: Right. Well, you and I talked the other day about the fact that, you know, I... I dabble. Yeah. And it is not, you know, I'm much more interested in producing people's podcast or if they want to do a radio show or whatever it is, I'm like, come to the dark side. (laughs) Um, And I've dabbled in the other things. But that is basically akin to, you know, you're like, oh, my kid took a graphic arts class in college and I tasked them with creating my logo and whatever. Well, you quickly learn that that How is that translating into your website? By the way, is that an image that you can now reproduce merchandise or that is going to show up clear on your website? All those things that you don't know until you find you
1: don't know them. Yeah. And they make a difference. And there's a power behind making a decision to do it the right way or to spend a little bit more money or invest in yourself and your business. There's a power in that. There's a confidence that comes with that. Um, you're not, it's not just a side gig or, a, you know, a hobby.
0: Right. Well, yeah. it goes back to my analogy of the planting your flag, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Neil Armstrong wasn't like, like maybe here, I don't know. Like, <laughs> maybe this
1: is a good spot. Like, yeah. no, I'm yeah. not He's sure. Like, no, this is it. Right. This is,
0: yeah. And you know, you're making a statement and you're showing up.
1: Yeah, exactly. And we also, um, you know, we get people that are like, they know exactly what they want to do, but they don't have the people or they don't know what direction to go. Mm-hmm. So uh, creating a roadmap, like, you know, I, I, I compare it to being in a rowboat. Um, You know, there's many ways that you can go to the other side, but is it the right path? Is it, is that towards the bridge or is that just another piece of land that you're headed off to?
0: Right. Well, and yeah. swimming with the robot on your back is not an efficient way to <laughs> Right. <cross. laughs> yeah. That is not using your resources yeah. in the most efficient,
1: smart way. Right. And then what if you have big waves while on your journey, right? And right. It's going to bail you out.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and so, I mean, you know, the businesses that you work with aren't just the solopreneurs or the entrepreneurs like I, I am and you started out. They're, you know, Medium to large size businesses. Yeah, they're multi
1: million uh, dollar businesses, and that they have pains too. I mean, we work with marketing departments that of you know three people, and they're very overwhelmed. And they are being told by the higher ups, they're like, "Well, you've got to, we've got to do TikTok now, or we've got to do you know content marketing or email marketing," and they're like, they can barely do what they they can do for uh, the organization. So that's where we'll come in and say, okay, how can we plug the holes? How can we help, you know, create a full menu um, of strategy for you to grow? Mm -hmm. Because if you're just kind of putting fires out, then you're not growing. And you're so great about
0: seeing where things are going. I mean, you're one of the first people that was like, okay, are you on Snapchat? Like, you know, like let's connect on Snapchat and, you know, the different things. Um, One of the things that I want to comment on is I love the way that you harness technology in creative ways. So you added this feature that I've told so many people about. I think it's so cool where the video testimonial that you can do for your business and you walk people through so that people that have worked with you, you can use that for your own marketing and you can also use it to share with a potential client because if they're on the fence about something, then what a past client may have to say, um, may resonate with a potential client. And going through this process, leading them through using technology and letting them use their own voice to yeah. to talk about the experience and what worked, it's something that's helpful for you. It's something that is helpful for them as they're telling their story. And it's helpful for other people. I just I think it's the coolest thing that you're that you're doing.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it's fun. Um, I'm a, a total geek, tech nerd. Uh, I eat, drink, sleep, technology. all That's all I listen to uh, on podcasts, except for your podcast, of course, and a couple others. Um, but I get so passionate about, you know, just what's out there, the possibilities. And these tools are inexpensive, and they're so cool what you can do now. I mean, there's AI uh, apps now. There's um, you know, chat bots. There's so many things. And I know people who are listening are probably like, oh my god, I'm so overwhelmed. But get excited about it. Just check them out. You don't have to check all of them out, but just be curious. Right. Or find someone that's curious
0: for you and yeah. that can, like, I don't know, let's say, PLR Larson Put it Marketing, <laughs> that can say, you know what, here's, here's the things that I would recommend that you do for your business. Some of them are going to be, you know, extra and that they don't make sense for what you do but right. these would make sense for what you do and so if you're somebody that isn't curious about that then let someone else be curious for you exactly i'm like you got to do the thing that you know that makes your tail wag but you also have to know that just because it doesn't make your tail wag doesn't mean you can ignore it yeah exactly. you know so let somebody else do it who you know who does mm-hmm. and i i think it's wonderful that you you don't just stay on top of it. You are constantly, constantly doing lots of training, lots of programs, lots of learning yourself. You mm-hmm. are curious by nature. And it's not only about how you do your business, but how you conduct your business and how how you are as a person. And so it helps. You mentioned back at the top of the show about mentoring other people, and you also are willing to be mentored, which yeah. is important.
1: Very, very curious. I have two coaches. I have a personal coach, personal development coach, and I have a business coach that specializes with agencies. Um, and I am far from done, far from done. And what the power of, of both of those groups is that there are people in there that I aspire to be like in 10 years mm-hmm. and they just keep me going keep me fueled so hopefully I can do that for my clients as well
0: mm-hmm. it's like you're a brown belt and you're like okay yeah I'm ready to be a black belt yep um let's take a quick break and when we come back I want to talk a little bit more about or actually not talk more just talk in general about your podcast okay and uh you know whatever else we can come up with awesome you're listening to Plateau Partners Pulse with Stacey Heller and Pia Larson of Fingerprint Marketing Tax law changes all the time, which is both annoying and stressful. Relax. Raj Prabhu is a CPA and enrolled agent and sometimes marriage counselor. It's his passion to keep track of, learn, and master the nuances of ever-changing tax law and requirement. He saves his client time and money so they can focus on their relationships because advising clients how to maximize money-saving strategies minimizes their
1: stress. Raj speaks tax, so you don't have to. Connect with Raj of RLP Tax and Accounting. PLLC through his website
0: www.rlptax.com. www.rlptax.com
2: Want to network with Plateau Partners members in person? You can by visiting one of their weekly Friday meetings at 8:30 a.m. Pacific Time. You'll meet and network with members, hear about their businesses, and see for yourself how a BNI meeting works. Text BNI PPINFO to 55678 or go to bniNW.com and search for Plateau Partners.
0: Welcome back to Plateau Partners Pulse. I am Stacey Heller. I am joined today by Pia Larson of Fingerprint Marketing. We have been talking about all the things that Pia does. I feel like the list is shorter of things that you don't do when it comes (laughs) to all things digital marketing and website and optimizing your website and really, as we were talking about before the break, putting your flag in the ground and declaring, I am here. <laughs> <laughs> let me be seen. Let e- me shine. Exactly. Yeah. This is my moment. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so many people are afraid to do that. And, um, but if you're, if you're going to do it, you might as well go big. Yeah, exactly.
1: So the other thing that you have is you have a podcast. Yes. You, uh, you are one of my uh, inspirations. Uh, I've been thinking about it for three years finally decided to jump in and it's been i think 3 months now and having so much fun it's fun it I is mean, fun
0: well and i will say for my podcast i am just talking yeah. i'm i'm not i bring guests on and they're really the subject matter expert and i'm just rambling yeah um for you you actually you actually have a subject matter that you're an expert about that you
1: focus on I do but I'm so curious to go deeper. That's uh you know I did an interview series gosh 8 years ago and I got hooked. This was back in the day when you did teleconferences and stuff. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. And I was so fascinated with just having a conversation about a topic that I thought I was the expert on mm-hmm. and lo and behold this person has more knowledge and People are just interesting to me. I love to learn more about, you know, how did you get into such and such and such? Mm -hmm. Um, But then also for the purpose of my audience and my, you know, prospects, what can we distill out of the interview? How can we give them some juicy little nuggets? Going back to that concentrate piece. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you might want to let people know what the podcast is called. It's called Make Your Marketing. And you can find out more at makeyourmarketingpodcast.com. And it
0: is, as you say, you know, you have certainly you could go on and on and on and just talk about all of these. different. I mean, you could do multiple episodes on Googling your business. You could do and you can go there, but you bring people on.
1: Yeah. So what I'm doing is I'm trying to keep it uh, very diverse. So we have, we're interviewing um, international speakers, keynote speakers that I have made uh, friends with over the years in 25 years of marketing. Um, Vendors that provide really cool uh, solutions for businesses. Um, Current clients, uh, I have people that I wish I could work with and aspire to work with and find out how they, they grew. Um so it's really interesting and you know just kind of exploring what ifs, you know, what if mm-hmm. you added humor to your branding. Right? What if you um tried podcasting? You know, what if? So it gives you kind of the high level but then just a few things to take away. It's a 30 minute uh episode and Well you learn a lot. Yeah. I've been I told mean, that people take a lot of notes. Yes. I yeah. mean it's
0: like I um, I can't remember which episode it was, but it's like I had to listen twice. Yeah, because it's like once I just had to let it like roll off my back, roll <laughs> like, and just kind of happen. And then it was like, okay, yeah, I feel like I need to go back and write some things down that are whether it be something that I've learned for the first time or a reminder, yeah, of something that I need to do or just you know whatever it is. It's really chock full, and it's, it's. I mean, it's interesting.
1: Yeah. And my favorite part of it is being able to interview people that I have admired from afar. And they said, yes. And they said, yes, we will come and talk with you and to your audience. And that's huge because now I'm being seen.
0: Right. Well, I mean, like I said, <laughs> it's the
1: whole scene thing. Yeah. Well, and
0: I I fully believe that 100 percent, and it's obvious, of the questions that you don't ask, the answer is no. Yeah. And so. What if you asked the question? What if you asked the person? And it's such a great philosophy to live by and to try things out. And you had been wanting to do this podcast, and you're a natural.
1: Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I'm yeah, I always feel like there's always a yes behind the no. Oh, absolutely. Always. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so I, will, I, I, I will kind of – I'll do all my research, and then I will – Find a way for the guests to say yes. <laughs> I, I've
0: i yeah. done something even actually with this podcast, Plateau Partners. We have some members when I was putting out, you know, OK, who's interested, who's not, whatever. And I, I did a quick survey like, you know, what are the reasons if you choose no, what are your reasons? And one of the things that I gave was like, I'm too shy. So the people that are too shy, I'm like, so you want to. You're just nervous about it. So then it's like, okay, let's find a workaround. Yeah, exactly. So like, how about you come on the show with this person? Yep. And the two of you can do it and then you'll feel more comfortable or whatever it is. Because Mm -hmm. people want to do things. They just, they need to be seen and that part of them needs to be seen. And then there needs to be a comfortable workaround. Mm
1: -hmm. Absolutely.
0: Now, who would be your like, oh, I really want to get this person on my show. I mean, besides me, of
1: course, <laughs> besides Stacy, um, I actually have one that I've already gotten. I was really surprised. Marcus Sheridan. Um, he is kind of the guru of marketing. He's been around for many, many years. And he his philosophy is they ask you answer. And we teach that in our agency. Your clients, your prospects are asking all these questions. You need to answer them before your competitors do. So the fact that he came on and talked with my audience since I've been supporting his philosophy for so long was amazing. Um, there are others that I've DM'd and I'm waiting.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, you know what? Again, if you don't ask. Yeah. Then yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So if people want to learn more about you
1: and what you do, they want to listen to the podcast, give everybody all the deets. So all the deets. So it's fingerprintmarketing.com is my hub. It's my home, my crib. Um, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> Welcome to my crib. <laughs> and in the refrigerator, exactly. there is one beer <laughs> and an old pizza. <laughs> right? And if you open the garage door... <laughs> Does anyone remember MTV Cribs? Oh, I, well, whatever. <laughs> I do. So it's fine. Anyway, so while you're there, you can check out our portfolio. But more importantly, schedule a call with me. It's, no, it's free. And... We can dish on what you should be doing first and foremost in your marketing, and you might learn something too.
0: Yeah, and again, check out the podcast,
1: MakeYourMarketingPodcast.com. dot com. Yep, and you're also on social media. Yep, LinkedIn is is where I'm hanging out these days, trying to be serious about my business. Well, no, you I'm know, just kidding. <laughs> that's where all the cool kids although, are. Although, although if you're on TikTok, I will, I will find you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and with that, you have been warned. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today. Your business is incredible and you are incredible. And, um, you know, you're one of the people that I aspire to be someday. Aw, I'll pay you later. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. I accept crisp $1 bills. (laughs) Thanks again to Pia Larson of Fingerprint Marketing. I am Stacey Heller. You've been listening to Plateau Partners Pulse. Keep listening to hear about more of our partners talk about business networking and ideas. Thanks. We'll right.